This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome to the newest episode of Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. I'm your host, Jason Fraley, picking the brains of the top filmmakers, musicians, and artists of our time. 30 years ago today, Hilary Swank made her big screen debut in the movie version of Buffy the Vampire Slayer on July 31st, 1992. I spoke to the two-time Oscar winner of Boys Don't Cry and Million Dollar Baby when she released her 2018 Alzheimer's film, What They Had. Thanks so much for joining us, Hilary. Thank you for having me. I'm really proud and honored to be a part of this movie and love talking about it. Right? It's always good when you enjoy the movie. It's fun. It's more fun to talk about. Uh, give uh, <laughs> Remind our listeners what it's about. Um, well, what they had, it's a multi-generational story about family. Um, Blythe Danner's character um, is diagnosed with Alzheimer's, and the family comes to Chicago to just rally around her to try and help decide what needs to happen. And Michael Shannon's my brother. Robert Forster is my father. And Thaisa Farmiga is my daughter. So it's a multi-generational story. Um, really about, it's a slice of life, about family. No one's perfect. We're all trying to figure it out. Um, we're, we have family dysfunction like all of us, but there's a lot of laughter, a lot of tears, a lot of love. Absolutely. When I first, you know, read the premise and saw the trailers, I couldn't help but think of um, Still Alice and other Alzheimer's tales. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. You know, there's so many people afflicted with Alzheimer's, but I think that there's, you know, I mean, I was a caretaker for my father for three years when he got a lung transplant. And when you go through something like that, it can shine a bright light on the just, you know, um, the difficulties, but also the, the strengths of a family. And um, it's, it's um, there's a lot of laughter in this one. There's a lot of levity to it um, from Blythe's point of view and from the family's point of view. You know, a lot of times the, on the same side of the coin are tears and laughter. And so it's just, it's one moment you're laughing and the next you're crying. It's really, it's, it's really be- beautifully told, I think. You know, it's a horrible diagnosis. It's just, you know, what do you do when you lose your memories? We're, we really take our memories for granted. Life is happening and we never know what's going to happen tomorrow. We really have to make the most of it now and tell the people we love that we love them while we can. Absolutely. And I want to know, um, just see, you're the actress, so you can you can shine a light on some little acting touches and choices on screen that, you know, maybe most viewers wouldn't notice. But how does Blythe uh, approach playing Alzheimer's? Or like, What are like some little acting choices that you notice her doing playing the Alzheimer's patient, you know, from your own point of view as an actress? Like you, you noticing certain ways she holds her hands or you know what I mean? Like anything like that? Well, it's a it's a great question. Um, I think you know every, that any type of disease afflicts everyone differently, and so Blythe play it very childlike when she'd go into it. She'd go into being a schoolgirl on a bus, or you know, on a train going to visit her family, or she'd be standing there. The phone would ring, and she'd pick up a stapler, and she'd be talking into the stapler, going, "Why aren't you going to get this this phone fixed? I've asked you to get it fixed." And all of a sudden, she realizes it's a stapler, and we, she starts laughing herself, and. Um, <laughs> 
I feel like that's a very, very challenging role, and, and Blythe played it so deftly. She was so, so good and so real, and... Um, and you really have to just, you have to commit, you know, you have to commit to that choice and when you're in and when you're not. Um, and um, she really was beautiful, and, as always. And talk about working across Michael Shannon, because I think even though he's done all these great killer roles here in recent years, like I think the dude's unbelievable, but dish on him for a minute, playing that sort of sibling there and trying to figure out what to do with the ailing mom. Well, it's been a dream of mine to work with Michael forever. I do think he's one of the best of his generation. I feel like he plays it unexpectedly. Uh, he, his choices are unexpected, kind of like Christopher Walken used to be. Oh, yeah, um, that's a good comp. still is, right? It's a, it's a kind of, it's like, it's, you don't, it, he, he, he kind of spins everything on its top and plays it his own way and makes it his own. And I admire that so much. And I think it's, it's also courageous and brave to play something um, in, in, the, in the choices that he does and the ways he does. Um, and so it's been a, a dream of mine. I've, uh, I've, for the last decade, I've been looking for something for us to do together. And so I was so happy when he came on board um, to play across from him, to mix it up all the time, to be in the sandbox and have him deliver something completely different. And, you know, acting, as they say, is really reacting. So when you have someone like Michael, who's completely mixing it up all the time, you're able to really listen and just react. And um, we had a lot of fun. There was a lot of laughter. And we, we have a very sibling-like relationship after the movie still, you know, getting to go around, premiere the movie across the country, do press together. We're having a lot of fun and laughing a lot and joking around and, um, you know, um, little little pranks and, and the such. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Yeah, how'd you get the script in your hands? Well, I was sent um, the script by one of my agents who said, I, I feel like I found a gem. <laughs> and um, I read it, and I said, you indeed found a gem. This is really beautiful. And I said, who's directing? And she said, the writer. And I said, wonderful. Well, I can't wait to meet her. I mean, I've made a career out of really believing and giving directors a first, you know, a, the first-time directors. It's just been kind of across the board. I've, I've, I've done that time and time again, and I love it. I, I, I love believing in someone and helping them get their vision to the screen. That's also why I'm a producer on this movie. You know, at one point, someone believed in me and gave me an opportunity, and I love to be able to, to give that back. Awesome. Well, I know we're up against the clock, and my listeners would kill me if I don't ask you. I have to at least uh, ask what I need some memories from uh, your two Oscar wins Boys Don't Cry and Million Dollar Baby. I mean, come on, two of the greatest uh, roles I think of the last, whatever, 25 years or whatever it's now, probably longer ago than I thought. But, I uh, no, but it's been 
been 19 years since Boys Don't Cry, which is so crazy. Um, you know, it's like a, it's crazy to think that that's a byproduct of living your dream, that you get an award from the people that you admire the most. Um, I still pinch myself, and it's still to, to hear two. It, it <laughs> seems like a complete dream, um, but it's it's such an honor. The roles that I get to play and the people I get to collaborate with, it's just I was a little girl at one point who had a dream to be an actor, and here I am. I just turned 44, and I'm still living it and, and living it with some of the best out there. I just I'm, I'm the luckiest girl on earth. Well, you made us cry our eyes out, Million Dollar Baby, but I want to know what it was like working both on screen and, uh, you know, directing uh, with Clint there. I mean, that's, I mean, come on, that's once-in-a-lifetime legend stuff right there. Completely once-in-a-lifetime. I just, I got married um, about two months ago, and Clint was at my wedding, and I just, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm like, he's, he's, he's such an important person in my life for so many reasons, and um, he is a complete teddy bear. He's a, a love, and um, I, I'm so thankful to have him in my life. Awesome. Well, you know, you're working with uh, the, the the veterans and the newcomers, and we and you know we can't wait for everyone to go check out what they had uh, in in theaters. Uh, well, it'll be now by the time this runs. So, thank you so much, Hillary Swank. This was great. Thank you so much. I appreciate you having me. Thanks a lot. All right. Good luck with the movie. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. Our theme music is Scott Buckley's Clarion. Remember to give us a five-star rating if you like what you hear. We'll see you next time. I wanted to take a second to tell you about an app I really enjoy. Living in the D.C. area is great, and Podcast D.C. gathers all of the local shows that I like all in one local app. Health, sports, local news, politics, and so much more. Podcast D.C. is the new local app with hundreds of D.C. area podcasts to choose from. I can earn exciting rewards just for listening and share the podcasts I love instantly. Available in the App Store or in Google Play, listen local with Podcast D.C.